Abortion is one of those problems where you're either for it or against it, with no one left in the middle. Of course, as a pastor, I fall on one side of this. Long before as a young man, I was pro-life, so nothing's really changed. But many of the false dichotomies set out by our media have led many to think terrible, terrible things about the other sides. So let's take the abortion issue and break it down into several factors, trying to show some people the opposite side. I'm your host, Brian Burton. We will cover these issues and more on Burton on Society. day of May 2022, and this is the greatest monologue ever. <laughs> well, cracking down on propaganda in the media these days can be overwhelming. Flat out falsehoods from one side, messaging the numbers on the other side, and it's hard for anyone to understand what they believe or can think. Information has fallen into the great abyss now as one side sends out the addresses of judges trying to get them to change the outcome of their votes. Now, trying to bully them through chaos is not something we can put up with. True law of order itself will fall apart if we continue on this trend. The funny thing is, the side that is doing this is always arguing that they are on the side of democracy, while they scream and throw tantrums like, spoiled little children, not getting their way. I could easily show you a video of Senator Elizabeth Warren throwing a tantrum as if she had just gotten the news that someone had just closed down her favorite Indian casino. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. I'm not saying the other side can't act like idiots either, because they sure can. Just not in this case. You know, sometimes it amazes me that so many people can fall for the falsehoods of their party just so they can follow along with what the mob is doing. Never thinking for themselves, just oblivious to the outcome, whether it's from screaming obscenities on the steps of the Supreme Court or breaking down fences and coming into the Capitol on January 6th. Neither side is above the law when it comes to trying to get their point across. I could tell you about the many, many riots that occurred in the summer of 2020. Do you remember them all? You might not even know about it, though, for some of you, because you've only watched the mainstream media. You were told there was nothing to see here, despite the 26 billion, billion with a B, dollars in damage, and yes, 40 deaths that summer in the riots in the name of George Floyd. We were told nothing to see here, mostly peaceful process, while buildings burned across the nation. Do you believe your lying eyes or what we tell you, is what they're saying. Meanwhile, I'm told by the media that January 6th was the worst insurrection in the history of the world. Maybe one-tenth of one percent of the population actually believes that. The rest of us know it was bad. The left always tries to make it sound as if Half the country are insurrectionists instead of the hundred or so idiots crashing through barriers and going into the Capitol that day. 
commentary on any subject has been very one-sided depending which news channel you happen to be tuned in on on that given day. You hate women if you are against abortion, and the other side believes you're a murderer. I, unfortunately, here are some of the facts. So I kind of put them all together and compiled them. So unfortunately, here's what it looks like. 60 million babies have been aborted since the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision. 45 million of those babies come from the Hispanic and African-American communities in our nation. I am sickened by the loss of so many, and both of these communities would be so much stronger and vibrant with more people. The woman who started Planned Parenthood is Margaret Sanger. That's who she is. If you don't know her, that is because the unhappy truth is that she was for genocide of black people in our country. She, like most Democrats back then, still believed in black people being inferior. She, like many, wanted slavery and Jim Crow laws to continue. They ran the KKK, and one grand poobah, Strom Thurmond, was in the Senate and a close friend of President Joe Biden until his death in 2003. Matter of fact, he was still a member, and poor old Joel eulogized him anyway. The lynchings that continued into the 50s were by Democrats, of course, but somehow they have reversed the thinking amongst their voters since about the 60s. My, de my Democrat friends, those are your politicians that continue to do those things, and that's their history. Let's dive back to the abortion problem. Not one woman has lost the right to abortion. This decision means U.S. states will get a chance to vote on it, which means you get to have what you want. If it is not to your liking, you can move to where it is. And that goes for both directions. The falsehood that women are losing abortion rights is being driven home 24-7 by, yep, you guessed it, CNN, MSNBC, Yahoo News, and any other left-wing propaganda site you can think of. Now, on the right-hand side, on Fox News, they're covering both sides of the issue while focusing on the leak only. Mainly, that's their focus. There's definitely a mix of both sides of the story while leaning towards the fact that the states take over the Democratic rights. Obviously, they won, so they're not quite as upset about it. When I look at words of wisdom, if the person speaking it is annoying both sides, <laughs> they probably are on the right track. That leads me to an article about Bill Maher in his show last night. His joke early on about pronouns meaning nothing was a big hit. Basically, he was saying, now, women are important, just not in sports or men having babies like it was just last week. <laughs> I think that opened a few eyes towards hypocrisy and saying anything to get what you want. They talked about the things he had learned this week. That's what they talked about. Details he did not know. For instance, Europe is on a more restrictive plan than we are here in the United States. Kind of shoots down the left's play about how good Europe is, right? He talked, or they talked, about the, uh, the fact that most pro-life people are women, that most abortions are from mothers or eventual mothers. One of his guests talked about everything going back to 1973. He tried to make it look like people were going to be in back rooms with coat hangers getting abortions. It's a tired old tactic, not only a scary tactic, but a bad one at that. While I believe real life is important, they argued about different time frames for women or for when abortion could be performed. 
Once that didn't seem to work, one guest pivoted to other falsehoods. For instance, that people would abuse the situation by taking away interracial marriage and same-sex marriage. The right up by this judge clearly stated that this is an abortion-driving ruling only. I did take offense to some of the words Bill Maher said. For instance, if you like babies, then you're pro-life, and if you're a pro-woman, then you're pro-choice. He stepped on his previous facts by ignoring that women are by far the most pro-life. So, do they hate themselves? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> I'm not sure you really figured that one out. But the simple truth is, you can be pro-life and still love women who have had abortions. I guess I am tired of being called names about those beliefs. I love and respect every woman, including those that have had this done. Pro-choice folks continue to try to put religion into their own box for their own use. This way, they can use it as a bludgeoning tool against anyone who is against abortion and falsely claiming against women's rights. There is a gangster mentality out there that says, you will do what I tell you or I will get you. Have you heard that before? I'm sure you have. In this case, it is in the form of words that try to do damage to get their point across. You know, Democrat politicians have come up with so many reasons for getting rid of your unborn child. It's like throwing as many on the wall as you can and just see what sticks. They have lost all reality of what true life is. They will crow about women's rights to their health care, knowing that 95% of abortions are done because of the unwanted outcomes that women see in becoming a mother at that specific time and place in their lives. So it's a decision, all right? Their mantra is, my body, my choice. Well, then I say, protect your body to not get into the situation in the first place. Decisions have consequences. And a pill to get rid of your child or an operation to do the same is just a stopgap to years of mental anxiety over it. If you're discussing this with a pro-choicer, at this point, they will start to call you names and then pivot to rape and incest of which they know is far fewer than what they want you to think it is. They want you to think half or more of all of abortions are that way. Using none of those when aborting their child to get you to change your mind is what I'm thinking here. So, if you are wanting to protest for your abortion rights, then protest peacefully away from the justices. Don't burn down our towns because you don't like an outcome that doesn't fit your narrative. The good news is Justice Thomas, and he was talking this last weekend, especially I think it was on Saturday, says that protesters won't have an influence on a final ruling. He also warned that society has been addicted to getting particular outcomes, and I think we can all see that from both sides. I see that, as I said, as both sides, and I'm sure he probably thought the same thing. You would think people who rally against bullying would not try to use these tactics as a tool. But it appears there is no shame and no hypocrisy. They can't break. Yes, don't let prices go to waste, and the ends always justify the wants, even if you have to lie, steal, and cheat to get it. This is definitely not a subject many of us like to talk about. I, like many of you, do love to talk about what is happening in the world, the things that truly affect us all. But the deaths of unborn children do need to be brought up. 
as it should hit home with every human being that this is wrong. I judge no one by their past actions. I can and do forget any sins we may commit. I hope and pray you can do the same for me. So, we as the little peeps get to flamboyantly stew over the unfortunate decisions our leaders can make. We get to proclaim our ideals in the public square, just as I'm doing right at this moment. So, do your homework and be ready for any situation that you may encounter. It still is your decision on where you go with your life. So here's the good news. And I've said this a couple times. We've talked about this over uh, each podcast. The reality is we have God on our side. Look, yes, we may not like the outcome of many of the problems we have talked about. And there are many. But we have comfort in knowing that Jesus died for us so that we need not worry anymore. Find Jesus if you have not. If you're out there searching any church, just walk in. Start talking to people. He will give you solace, Jesus, in knowing that you are loved and cared for. If you are burdened by any problem, trust Jesus. The only truth, the only truth that can carry you through the troubles we endure. See you next time. Shut up and sit down.